0: Happy Sunday. Today, I have a very special guest for you guys. Her name is Christine Jurgen and she is going to be giving us insight on the mass mandating of children in the U.S., as well as the battle parents are facing, which is the public school boards. This is Christine Jurgen. Um, she is a, a person I met at YWLS, which I told you all guys about. It was an amazing event, and so she has. Um, and I'll let her actually tell you, all you guys about herself, um, and then we'll get started with this. So, so
1: I'm Christine Jurgen. I am most important title is mother of three. Um, I also have founded Be Their Village, which helps women um, in unplanned pregnancies. We provide baby showers for them and all of the needs, all of the items that you typically see in a baby shower, crib, um, car seat, stroller, you know, the whole nine. Uh, my followers, actually, it's more my followers than myself. I just connect them to the women and make the registries. But we fill that. Um, and then I do a couple of other things with political organizations like Turning Point, um, which is where I met you at YWLS, and um, Freedom Center, which is with Liberty University. Um, So I'm kind of all over the place, but mostly on social media.
0: Awesome. (laughs) Um, And we are so glad to have you. Today we are going to kind of just be talking about, like, mass mandates in schools. That's a huge thing over the United States, the whole... um, All the states are kind of dealing with their own, what are we going to do, what should we press forward, should we press forward as people like yourself, I watched the video, um, people, parents who are so concerned for their kids, and they should be, um, about everything. So mask mandates and then CRT, we're seeing that creep into schools, so that's what we're going to be discussing today and um, hopefully y'all get a lot of insight from her because she's very wise. <laughs> um, people who follow you and I follow you so I watched that video that you posted about going to the school board meeting. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that like um, what was the atmosphere like if you heard other parents speak how was that um, just your personal experience?
1: Sure so I went to the school board that my kids are don't for so I have already pulled my kids out of public school because I I'm willing to fight back but I'm not willing to sacrifice my children's mental headspace in the process so I have pulled my kids there at a charter school that is much more aligned with my beliefs and they don't require masks they live that leave that up to the parents Um, but the thing is I shouldn't have to pull my kids from school I pay for this with my taxpayer dollars they should be able to go to the school that they're zoned for and I shouldn't have any issues. So I decided that I was gonna to go to the school board and talk to them and unfortunately, I'm in a very blue area, a very blue state in Colorado and a lot of times these people have their minds made up and sometimes it falls on deaf ears, but I was gonna go anyway and what I found when I went was a majority of people there speaking There were lots of people who were on my side, opposed to the indoctrination, opposed to masks, opposed to all of that kind of stuff, um, and wanted schools just to stick to reading, writing, and arithmetic, you know, the basics that they're supposed to do, and not push political beliefs. But there was an overwhelming amount of teachers there. It was like, I don't know if they have some teachers union Facebook group or Telegram or like email chain that goes out, I have no idea. Um, But it was teachers from all over the state, not even in our district. are coming to speak at our school board which is totally unacceptable because if you don't work in our school district and your children don't go to school in our school district you have no business being here or having i mean you can be here and observe but you have no business having a say what happens to our children or our teachers or our school and the staff and you know all of that so i saw a lot of teachers organizing and um pushing back on what they wanted for our kids, what they thought was best. And when I went up to go speak, they were kind of all sitting behind me and snickering um, underneath their breath and kind of like, you know, anytime I said something about them, indoctrinating kids, um, you know, had nasty things to say. And they were very vile um, toward people. Now I know not all teachers are that way. I mean, my kids Mm -hmm. go to a school, they go to a charter school. I'm very grateful for good teachers who don't push their political beliefs um, unless you send them to a school that obviously is purposely supposed to be like-minded um, which public schools are not but um, yeah I'm very uh, shocked I guess I could say at how organized they were and how much they thought that their opinion mattered more than the parents like I get that these might be your students or in this case probably not even your students but they're not your children and the parents know best for their children and um, I I mean, aside from indoctrination with CRT and gender theory and all that kind of stuff, like parents know their kids and if they can tolerate a mask, if that's best for them or not best for them, and that's what it should be left up to. So it was a very interesting experience. I hear a lot of teachers say that they feel silenced by the teachers' union and they can't speak up, um, which may be the case. But if they organize as great as the teachers' union does, which I know has decades upon decades of organization on anybody else, but um, they need to start finding their people, uh, whether it's at another school, but the same school district um, there, maybe there's a statewide movement already going on, but they need to find their people and they need to speak up because there's a lot of teachers who disagree with what these teachers are saying, but they're not showing up. And there's also a lot of parents not showing up. And I used to be that parent thinking, I, I honestly didn't even think anything about indoctrination or anything like that. I just kind of like sent my kid to school and that was it like I just thought he was going to school um, and over time I started realizing and I think a lot of this stuff that we're experiencing with the uh, pandemic and everything going on I, I think that has opened a lot of people's eyes mine included to what's going on behind closed doors at schools that they're hiding from parents so um, I'm hoping to inspire other parents and get involved here locally even more Um, even in other school districts, like, obviously I'm not going to go speak at a school district my child is not in because I respect what those parents want, um, but help support them in ways, um, and helping them organize and all that kind of stuff. So it's just, we're at a really weird place where I don't think we should sacrifice our children while we fight, but I also don't think we should not fight. I don't think we should just give up. So if you have the ability to look into other schools, um, and obviously some private schools, some Catholic schools, some charter schools are just as bad. So parents need to do their due diligence. But um, at this point, I'm, I'm a little nervous for where schools are headed, especially in states like mine. I know maybe like in the south or in red states, they might be a little bit safer for a while, but um, in states like mine, it's we're up against a lot right now.
0: Wow, yeah. Um... That was a great point you did um, about really saying that those teachers shouldn't be there. I, I think I totally agree with that because um, I've watched so many videos and they're so heart-wrenching about like when parents go up to the podium and they are trying to speak their thoughts and their minds because their kids matter so much um, and they turn off the microphone or they kick um, the parents out to just have the um, teachers there. It's just if, it's unacceptable because, like you said, um, our taxpayer dollars are going to the funding of schools, and so our ideas and our um, the way we raise up our kids should be where we should um, we should have a voice in that. Basically, so that was a really good point. What are so the school board meetings? Um, when they take place, are they specifically about mass mandates? Um, do they kind of go into CRT or like you said, um, gender ideology? Is it, what is the biggest thing that's being talked about?
1: So usually this is actually something I found really interesting, but usually they have an agenda and you can see they school boards usually have a monthly meeting, um, at least ours does. I don't know if other school boards have them more frequently or less frequently, I have no idea, but ours has it monthly. And they usually have an agenda and they share what they're going to have on there. This time they were talking about critical race theory, but they hit it under, oh, I forget what the term was, of something like equity and diversity or something, but basically CRT and um, about mental health for students, which <laughs> primarily is because you're covering their face and making them not breathe oxygen all day and the pandemic and virtual school and all of these issues. So um, we're causing the mental health issues, but they were trying to address those. They set an agenda, but you don't necessarily have to follow it if there's other issues that you need to discuss, if that makes sense. That
0: makes no sense. Um, and do you think that parents might choose the option of homeschooling if this becomes like something bigger, where they, as we've seen, they're very against um, people's thoughts being into their ideology, so do you think that's something we'll see, a uh, increased rate of homeschooling? I know I had uh, some statistics. It, has risen like about point million students have like increased from 2019. So I think that's interesting to look at because um, we know that that is a form of schooling. Um, I know that some parents are opposed to it because of the lack of socializing, but do you think it would be worth it to cut that off and maybe find some co-ops or something like that instead to preserve their kids' mindset?
1: So I think homeschooling is an absolutely phenomenal option. I personally do not homeschool. My children do a little bit better when somebody else teaches them. I am not, I'm sure I could master it if I gave it my all. But um, right now we have a charter that is absolutely amazing. So we go to that school. It's totally aligned with my values. So I have no, no worries with it at all. And my son is doing phenomenally there. So I don't want to change that. But Other people don't always have that option. Some people can't afford private school. And the only way truly, even for myself, the only way truly for anyone to know what their child is being taught is to be the one who teaches them. So I think homeschooling is amazing and I think it is an alternative to public school. Is it difficult? Absolutely. Is it worthwhile? 100%. Um, And there's even, uh, even aside from doing homeschooling yourself, there's other online schools. Like I know Liberty University has a K through 12 option that you can do an online school and they're doing it in your house. So you know what your child is learning. So there's tons of options out there. Um, it can seem overwhelming, but if you have the ability to stay home and be with your kids and to do that, I think it is a fantastic choice. Um, I did see that they just banned it in France, which is wild to me in France. You can no longer homeschool, um, which is crazy and should never, ever, ever be the case. Taking away parental rights like that is just wild and i see our country going continually left with this president right now and hopefully that never happens here but while we have that opportunity i think it's so important because um, we've kind of lost our grip on the education system as a whole and i think that's something that we did not do very well we need to continue to fight to get the education system back and i'm not saying indoctrinate people even with conservative values i'm just saying teach reading, writing, and arithmetic and let parents teach their kids what they want to teach them.
0: For sure. I love that point. T- keep the teaching to the schools and keep the other things yeah. to the a, a
1: good teacher, if you have a good teacher, you will never know where they stand
0: politically. That's also a good point um, and I like that you brought up the Liberty option because I put out a survey on my Instagram story asking people like what they wanted to know and a lot of people said that they wanted to know options, um, what was open to them for um, besides public school. I think
1: Hillsdale might even have an option similar to Liberty. Um, I know Hillsdale does have some charters all over the country or they have um, curriculum that they put out that charters adopt and so it's you know the charters are technically public schools but they're not governed in the same way so they can do things a little bit differently um so they adopt that curriculum and it's i think they read the bible for history but they can't technically worship or they lose their charter status um so those are called i want to say they're barney charter something, something. It's totally blanking me, of course, right now when I need it, um, charter Institute or something like that. It, it's associated with Hillsdale, which would be another great option, um, for K through 12. There's a lot of charters all over the country. Um, they have some, in Col- I think there's like four in Colorado and then, um, some states don't have any, like California doesn't have any, but, um, lots of other states have them and that's another option too.
0: So what are your last words of wisdom to, um, I know my following is more of my age about high school, college age students. So what is like some words of wisdom you have for them?
1: I would say that you are never too young to get involved and to be vocal about your beliefs. I think it's very important. Sometimes teachers, um, and other people in the outside world on social media, our friends, they kind of want to silence us if we have conservative beliefs. And I think it is something very, very important not to allow them to silence us because if they do, then they win. And we will never fight back. We will never win. We will never change the culture if we continually silence ourselves for their comfort. So we need to fight back. And there's no age that's too young for that. If you, if, if you are convicted in your beliefs, speak up, speak up at school, speak up with your friends, speak up on social media. It's so important and so necessary, especially right now.
0: That's great. Um, that's kind of like, and I love to hear it from someone else because I always say it on the podcast that um, it was really hard to get into politics and kind of share what I was learning at home and what I felt to be true um, for my beliefs. And so it's really nice to have um, someone who I look up to say that because I think that one thing that my generation skips is that they do have those beliefs. They do hold true to those, um, but they just they don't think they can share it because uh, they have people ridiculing them, which is something that I feel like it, it's just going to happen. And yeah, you
1: know. well, it can be scary. Um, it can definitely be scary and you can lose a lot of friends. I've lost several friends and my husband has even lost friends because I'm vocal. And that was something I wasn't necessarily prepared for. Um, so you will lose friends. I mean, that's not something like, well, I don't want to lose friends or it, I might lose friends, No, it will happen. You will lose friends. And it's it's a very unfortunate thing, not necessarily because of you, but a lot of times because of those people, especially the really far left, they are not willing to accept people with different beliefs set, um, even if they've known you for, for years and years and they know that you have great character and you're a good person, um, sometimes they cut you off. So I think being prepared for that and knowing that in advance is something good. Um, I mean, it's not good to lose friends, but it's good to know that in advance because it's gonna happen. Um, And you are going to get pushback, whether it's from those friends or from strangers, but you know you're doing what's right because you're standing up for what you believe, you're standing up for truth, you're standing up for um, your biblical and conservative values, and I think that's something so important is, you know, we cannot let the world change who we are, what we believe, or what we're willing to speak about. If you guys ever have any other questions for me or want to reach out to me, feel free. Sometimes my DMs get a little bit crazy, so just keep messaging me. Um, I'll get back to you. But um I am available on Instagram at Christine Jurgen, Christine with the C, and Jurgen is Y-E-A-R-G-I-N. So you guys can follow me there. And if you are involved in the pro-life world, I would love to hear from you because I do a lot of stuff with the pro-life movement too. I know we did talk about that today. Maybe we can jump on another time and talk about the pro-life movement. Um, but if you're into that too, come follow me and let's talk about it.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for
1: having me.